let's start our podcast. And look, I'm super close to God. Definitely getting into heaven. Look how high this hair is. I know you know that saying. (laughs) (laughs) I can take this moment while the dryer's not going to do a little intro to what it is I'm doing here. Uh, Hi, everybody. (laughs) I am Alex. This is my beautiful and very talented friend, Liz. An old hair artist and therapist. I quickly realized that that's what uh, hair specialists actually do. I, I, I definitely owe her more in my life for therapy than even the glory. <laughs> she sent my hair. So to kick off, this is Florida Trash. This has been a podcast several years in the making. Um, I, I would say sadly, but not really a lot of fucked up stuff had to happen for me to actually have the cojones to do it. I'm generally a bit of a socially anxious person and get hesitant about putting myself out there. More so, it was that a few years ago, I was working for a corporation where it's very important that you not... I believe there was once that I was reprimanded because a video short I had taken at a place where I was putting on an event, there was someone smoking a cigarette in the background and that was not good for the brand. So I developed a pseudonym and started recording podcasts under the pseudonym. But I was a little crazy at the time, not in my like right head. Didn't work out. Also using a fake name was crazy. And then that employer actually asked me for a document of my dad's death before they had incinerated the corpse. That was also traumatic. So that podcast went out the window and I didn't need the pseudonym anymore. Uh, and I took another job. It's more exciting. Like, much more exciting. It was really good. Making products for cartoonists. I've been making art and everything. Like, actually doing resin pours and stuff that I've been telling myself I've been wanting to do for a long time. And then, <laughs> this, the, I guess not the craziest thing, because a lot of people that I've spoken to have experienced the same, but as bad as it got with the employer I left saying I would never be an employee again when I had to use the pseudonym, this recruiter did make this job seem like it was going to be nothing like that and, you know, no ruling over your personal life, which has not been what it is. Uh, instead, if, uh, like I've only been there seven months and for the last three months there's been an, an entire hazing by a full department of like, I mean, true, just like like mean girl characters, characters that you don't even believe exist and not Anne Hathaway movies from like the early 2000s to 2008, just like mean for no reason, uh, but basically just making my job impossible because they're saying I need approval from them and then they ghost me, don't respond to it. So this has gone on for a few months. I documented it. I worked so hard to get a meeting with the president because my immediate boss was out. And I finally get this meeting where I documented, like it's like a, a legitimate hazing because it's an entire department of people saying I have access to things and then not giving it to me, but telling the president I do have access. Crazy stuff that you cannot even imagine. And then I talked to the president and as horrible and freeing as this was, it was so bad that I was said to my face on a Zoom call, Microsoft Teams call, um, Alexa, which is not actually my name, I just had to go by this name at this place because I worked with the team of Alex's. Uh, I do not have the time to read this document. 
document that outlines three months of just absolute, I don't know, I mean, is hazing if you're stonewalling someone but telling everyone else they have what they need? I think so. That's sort of what it seemed like to me and what my coworkers thought. It was the worst half an hour, but kind of worst but best because I, I think a younger version of myself definitely would have been crying and have had to just like end the call and hide in a room somewhere, like under, well, I, at one point I wouldn't have been able to handle that phone the way I did. Uh, because to hear I don't have time to read this and it's your problem. So you can deal with your problem and let's, and then I was just stunned. Through like stunned darts, poison dart from across the room, absolutely nothing. Uh, you know, and this, this whole, I'm sure that I was making a face because I have problems never, like, not making a face. So of course, I think that I look stunned and stonewalled, but I'm sure I was like, I'm sure I had like the absolute look of disgust on my face. Says to me, yeah, this attitude also is just not a good look for you. Yes. Love using lines from Round of Titans because they always fit to life. And I see, yeah, well, you know, attitude reflects leadership. And I'm sure that I don't look good right now. There's no leadership. It was in half a half an hour of absolute, like, back and forth, true insults. I mean, kind of crazy because they've made this company good money and have turned their whole thing around. But bigger, greater point is that whether it's the mix of the plague happening and remote work, like, I spent 20 years working in like tech varies levels of social media, digital marketing. And I've worked in a lot of different companies, agencies, startups. Every work has its like ups and downs and, you know, like problem people. But I, I've always been able to make it work. I've never had such serious, horrible, for no one will talk being asked for proof of my dad's death before the corpse had actually been burned having already believed that he was dead prior to the death. So no amount of hazing could ever top that. Well done. Bravo. And I kind of believe that within a year of accepting a new job that an entirely new crazy form of bullying has taken place and being defended. So if I wasn't sure that I was never going to be an employee again, a corporation that I had no control over and couldn't confirm and make sure for myself that I was going to be treated in some way humanely, then I am capable enough and enough going on that I am going to leave the corporate shackles because I refuse to be treated this way again or receive any kind of comments or emails like what I have received lately. So officially, the launch of Florida Trash. And the goal will be talking with exceptional, beautiful creatures that somehow swell in this lawless swamp, like Liz here. <laughs> and we can build dialogues about what it is we're going through, and hopefully with every episode we'll figure out a topic that we can then hit the streets and get some, you know, other opinions, ones that we would not have, something that is evolving and you know, sort of driven by an audience that hopefully we will have. Yeah. Rolling. Oh, man. I don't know the last time I've been so excited to actually tell you a story that somehow I've heard first. <laughs> I think it was all like the podcast studying last night. But, you know, as we are both huge fans of Vanderpump Rules. Huge. <laughs> huge. Well, as of late, a huge scandal has broken. Scandal. 
Scandival, tell me more. Okay. Well, you know, Ariana Maddox, you yes. love, right? Yes. Love Ariana. She's very cool. You're always like, why is she with this lunatic D-bag? He's like, D-bag. he's the king of the fools, like, right. and, and likes it, you know, like yeah. the king of the fools and wants sparklers about it is a specific kind of just rancid cockroach of life. But Ariana was cool. So you like, let it roll, right? Yeah. I haven't really been uh, as much into the show because I don't get fancy cable people anymore. So I get like whatever the reverbs, but I never turned down an episode of Vanderpump Rules. It's the best. Yeah. You always thought, okay, you know, Raquel. Yeah. The one with James Kennedy. Yes. You always thought that like, though he was very hilarious, he was really mean and she seemed like too nice of a little chipmunk to be caught in the middle of this madness. Right. Yeah. Like you kind of. You felt bad for her, but you also could like do without her because she was annoying and meek and had no strength about her. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have not seen the the last season or this one, but oh man, am I gonna have to? So, I guess he's in a band, something like the- Tom Sandoval and the ex most extras. Okay, I was gonna say That's like the idiot of idiots. Okay, so yeah. it's oh okay. So you, I'm I was not familiar that I he was in a band. I am watching this season already. Oh okay. Yeah. So, well, the most extra extras? Something. Something. And the most extras. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the most extra D-bags, they're up on stage. And apparently there was some sort of scandal where they had gone away. And the rumor was that Raquel had made out with Tom Schwartz. Right. The meek one who could have been good looking, but he was such a pansy pushover for Sandoval that you're yeah. like, yes, good that Katie divorced him. Everything. Yeah. But it was while they were divorcing was the scandal as to whether Raquel had made out with Tom Schwartz or not. Mm-hmm. And that's like, those are little whispers for a while. And then apparently they are actually filming. And this is a scene where the most extras and their king buffoon leader are on stage. Yeah. And the king buffoon in his tight pants, I'm sure, drops the phone. I don't know how it happens, but I'm going to fucking wager a guess that his pants were too tight and the phone popped out. Uh-huh. And Ariana, being the solid queen that she is, goes and gets his phone off the stage so he can continue being the buffoon that he so eloquently likes to portray. Yeah. And I'm sure Ariana's a, a little keen to things, so she took a peek at what was on the phone, and what was on the phone was a time-stamped log of evidence, including screen-recorded FaceTimes with lots of nudity between Raquel and Tom Sandoval. What? Yes. Holy shit, this must be the next episode, because I'm, like, Ugh. caught up. So, uh, apparently, Sandoval wears a, a lightning bolt necklace uh-huh. that's supposed to be, like, for his most extras band or something, yeah. him coming into his own. Mm-hmm. But come to find out, he gave Raquel, whose real name is Rachel, also. Oh. Gave her a lightning bolt necklace, and she's secretly worn the lightning bolt necklace. For seven months, too, as a sign of their infidelity. I, I, oh, I, wow. And apparently she's also very good friends with Ariana. Yeah. You. So she's cheating on everybody. She's taking everyone's man. Well, the reality is, I guess she never, the, the whole make out with Tom Schwartz was a whole ruse. Yeah. And it, Tom it Schwartz like just a distraction. Took, he took the heat. Yes, oh. from because you know he's like a puppy dog Did for Sandoval. Was happening? I imagine so. If he took the heat for a makeout that never happened. Damn. So dude. yes, the internet is up in arms over Sandoval. I didn't even uh, know. Shit. 
When's the next one come out? Like in a couple days? I have no idea. I haven't seen any of this. Well, I've I, just been catching I up. I paid nineteen ninety nine for the season, so come on over. Oh, I'm over. <laughs> yeah, can, I am there already. Yeah. Serious <laughs> reaction videos to come. I mean, <sighs> right? Well, I didn't see that part, so that must be next episode. Ugh. That's amazing and shocking, and wow, it's amazing and shocking. And you know what? It's like a lesson to learn. Some of these broads so who are like, up? I don't know, I'm so weak and I don't know what to do. No, a lot of times that's, I'm seeing that now. That's like a Ugh. whole cover for a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. Yes. And like, what, what are you proving to yourself that for someone can cheat on their actual significant other with you for seven months and you feel good about that? Is it, but I mean, I'm sure it would have continued. Who knows how long? Oh, but what I haven't read yet, and I've been saving myself, is apparently the public apologies released by both of them are so rancid. Like, Sandoval apparently says, uh, please don't hold this against my, my, anyone at my restaurants, please don't hold this against my wait staff and anything. So he basically plugs the restaurant and doesn't apologize to Ariana or anything like that, or really mention it's just like a, but I don't know. I heard the summary, so we'll have to see just how bad it is. Right. Apparently, it was so bad that he then released another statement a week later saying, and oh, I'm very sorry, also Ariana, the woman I've been with for 10 years who I share a home with and completely had an affair with. He forgot. So yeah, I'm sure he forgot. Apologize her on the first one? No, I'm sure just his motive was to secure the most extra business. Like, no, his thought was obviously yeah. only himself. No initial apologies to her. And then Rachel's or Raquel, whatever, lightning bolt hoe bag released, was like, I need to stop being so codependent. And, like, no, you need to stop being a shysty little bitch who's going to pretend to be a good friend to somebody. And codependent. Be She's codependent. Uh, codependent. <laughs> Maybe you need to be less codependent on yourself. <laughs> and how displeased you are with your nose job. That was so annoying. There were, like, three episodes where she complained yeah, about her so nose boring. job. And you're like, ugh, this girl is, like, no confidence. She's so annoying. So but no, it's an act. Like, the confidence girl. is there in a fucking weird way. I don't see why she couldn't go outside the group. Why she got it, like... Is it because she was, like, a later cast member and she just felt like Being she wasn't hungry. a top dog? I mean, yeah, she's I, on the show. She could bang anybody and get airtime for it. I did listen to uh, Stassi's podcast because she talked about it. And Stassi, back in the day, was my jam. Like, yeah. Stassi was my girl and the reason why I watched um, and I liked her theory, which was that she did spend time with Rachel and thought that she was a good girl. And I think it's all that no one wants to believe they can be duped so yeah. badly by like a person. Yeah. But her theory was that maybe it's like being on the show and not exactly being in the limelight and not being a lead character. Yeah. Maybe just driven by the, I'm going to create this, yeah. this drama and become a lead player. Yeah. But that's really bad. It could all be fake. I mean, that was also, that was also an, an issue discussed, right? On right. the sus podcast. But her point was kind of great, which was that the initial point of the show was that Andy Cohen came in and was like, Oh, we should do a show about your staff with Lisa Vanderpump. And that's what they decided to do. They've always had their own drama. And she was like, Yeah, there were times that they got us to reenact things that happened, but they never needed to give us lines of drama. Like you yeah. had the drama. Yeah. So her take on it was like that. There's no way. Oh, well, her best message was there's no way this could be faked because I know Tom Sandoval and I've known him for years. And there's no way that even if it was for ratings. That 
that there's no way Tom Sandoval would let himself look bad. Uh, it cut out because apparently I cannot be recording a podcast and get a scam likely phone call simultaneously. To Liz's point here, it does seem so sort of perfect, too perfect to not be staged, but uh, I like the story and the reaction videos will be hilarious, so stay tuned for those. <laughs>